0: This is day 1171 of our trek, and it is Worldview Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective of today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is also required that you have a proper understanding of God and His Word. In our Worldview Wednesday's episodes, we are in a series in which we are covering another detailed book review from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. We are taking a deep dive and will share Dr. Heiser's insights into the questions, which is also the title of his book, What Does God Want? And today's topic is, What is the Good News? As we continue on with Dr. Heiser's book, it may sound odd that we ask this question at this juncture. We have invested several weeks walking through the story of the Bible, the story of how God wants us in his family. We join that family by believing the good news referred to as the gospel. I've discovered a lot of people who attend church don't really understand the gospel. Some can't even articulate it. Others who can't express it coherently often struggle with truly surrendering to its simplicity. They suffer insight over truly believing that the gospel is all that's necessary for everlasting life. Some of you may wonder what I'm talking about. I am willing to bet, though, that as I explain what I mean, you'll either see yourself or someone you know in what follows. We'll start by defining the gospel. I'll ask some questions along the way that are important to consider for clarity. We also need to talk about what the gospel isn't, but we'll save that for next week. When we get to that part of the conversation, you'll see what I mean by the struggle I mentioned. If people struggle to define it, what is the gospel? It's fairly easy to define in what the term gospel means. The biblical word gospel refers to the message of salvation. The English word gospel is translated from a Greek word, the original language of the New Testament, that referred to a reward given to someone who brought good news. Hence, you'll often hear the term gospel equated with good news, the good news about the message of salvation. Let's think about that. It might feel like we've learned something here. I suppose we did, but we didn't actually learn the thing that we needed to know. It's nice that we can now define the term, but we actually haven't said anything about the content of the message of salvation. We've defined what the word gospel refers to, but not what the gospel actually is. So let's talk about what the gospel means. What is the content of God's offer of salvation? What are the details of the good news? And why is it good news? The word appears over a hundred times in the New Testament, so we ought to be able to figure this out. The Apostle Paul probably talks about the gospel message more than any other New Testament writer. He used the word gospel, or good news, for the message that he preached about Jesus in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 1-4. Let me read that to you. Let me now remind you, dear brothers and sisters, of the good news I preached to you before. You welcomed it, and you still stand firm in it. It is the good news that saves you if you continue to believe the message I told you, unless, of course, you believe something that was never true in the first place. I pass on to you what is most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scripture said. Paul defines this message, the gospel, elsewhere, such as in Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Let me go ahead and read that also. This is a letter from Paul, the slave of Jesus Christ, chosen by God to be an apostle sent out to preach the good news. God promised this good news long ago through his prophets in the holy scriptures. The good news about his son. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line. And he was shown to be the Son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ, he has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them, so that they might believe and obey, bringing glory to his name. The content of the gospel, the good news, emerges clearly in these passages. Here are the elements. God sent his Son— He was born in the line of David, as the man Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, who was buried, and who rose from the dead. These items are the content of the good news. Let me describe them again here in the light of a bigger picture of the story we talked about earlier. The Son of God became a man. He suffered and died on the cross so that our sins would no longer keep us out of God's family. He rose from the dead so that we could also overcome death, and be with His Father, our Father, the only true God, forever. Let's probe this a bit. If this is the good news, why is it good? Lots of reasons. It's good because our salvation doesn't depend on our own performance. You don't see anything about your amazing track record or having a clean rap sheet in those passages. The content of the gospel is not what you've done, or might do, or need to do. It's about someone who did it for you. That's good news for all of us because none of us is perfect. None of us pleases God all the time. None of us is fit to live in His family and be called by His name on our own. We have to be made acceptable to God. The content of the gospel tells us how that happened. Notice that Paul described his ministry of telling people the good news as bringing about the obedience of faith. He wanted those who heard the message to hold fast to what he had said. How do you obey the gospel? Do you get baptized, give money, behave well, don't be a jerk, you help the poor? Those are all worthwhile things, but no. God wants the obedience of faith. You obey the gospel by believing it. Did you also notice that Paul didn't say the obedience of comprehension? We may not completely understand things like God becoming a man in Jesus or how the resurrection could happen, but that's okay. God doesn't demand we figure it all out and then get back with Him to take a final exam. He wants belief. Understanding why these things are rational can always wait. The content of the Good News is God's offer to forgive you and give you a permanent place in His family. His offer shows His love and kindness. The Bible sometimes uses the word grace in the place of those terms. Since there is no greater power, God wasn't coerced into this offer. No one is twisting his arm. He offers you salvation because he wants you. All he asks is that you believe. That is the good news of the gospel. And that will conclude our lesson for this week from Dr. Heiser's book, What Does God Want? Next Worldview Wednesday, we will discover why we need the gospel and what the gospel isn't. I believe that you'll find each Worldview Wednesday an interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow we will continue with our 3-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer which will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, creating a legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 1,170 treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Wisdom Truck on your favorite podcast player, so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen.